It's the notion of government of the people, by the people, for the people. The U.S. President Joe Biden is calling on the world to protect democracy, sounding the alarm that it's backsliding. He calls it the defining challenge of our time. Mr. Biden made the plea to more than 100 world leaders as he opened his virtual summit for democracy. He warned democracy faces sustained and alarming challenges from autocrats and rising authoritarianism. They seek to advance their own power, export and expand their influence around the world and justify the repressive policies and practices as a more efficient way to address today's challenges. That's how it's sold. He didn't point fingers at China or Russia, both of whom were not invited to the event. Neither did his top diplomat, Antony Blinken, who accused authoritarian governments of wielding power under the guise of fighting COVID. We've seen how they've imposed harsh and unnecessary states of emergency, placed severe limitations on people's freedom to peacefully assemble or associate, and tried to postpone or cancel elections, taking advantage of this crisis to consolidate their power by any means necessary. China slammed the Western ideology and another democracy forum in Bali, Indonesia. The Chinese foreign minister rejecting the idea that there is only one type of democracy. Mr. Wang Yi says some try to take one country's model as the criterion, provoking tensions between different political systems. He attacked the U.S. for labeling China as undemocratic, accusing it of arrogance and bias. He insisted China is a democracy that suits its national conditions. For more, Simon Marks is joining us live from Washington, D.C. So, Simon, is the state of democracy as dire as Mr. Biden suggests? And what can the U.S. do about it, yet given the huge pushback from China? Well, it's certainly dire if you look at the annual reports that are published by Freedom House, the think tank based here in Washington, D.C., supported uh, by both Democrats and Republicans on Capitol Hill. It says that it's been charting uh, a backsliding in democracy globally for the last 15 years. It says that in the last year, 75% of the population of the world lived in a part of the world where democracy was deteriorating. A Swedish think tank, the International Institute for Democracy and Electoral Assistance, agrees with that. It says there is an increasing problem besetting democracy around the world. And in its most recent report, it cited the United States as being one of those countries where democracy is in some degree of difficulty. What President Biden clearly hoped to do today was to send a message to Russia and China uh, that liberal democracies are able to meet, they are able to gather, and they are able to forge a coalition uh, aimed at pushing back against authoritarian regimes and insisting that democracy can still deliver on the pledges and promises that it makes to citizens living in democracies all over the world. There was a lot of criticism today, particularly of Russia, and it came from the leaders of countries like uh, Poland and Ukraine, who gave free voice to their concerns about the threats they say Russia uh, poses to them. President Biden unveiled $424 million uh, in fresh aid and assistance that he says particularly will fund anti-corruption efforts uh, and uh, efforts at supporting free and independent media uh, around the world. But there were many questions outstanding about what the president is going to do domestically in the United States to shore up America's democratic institutions as they face uh, unprecedented questions about their own future.
And many thanks for that update. Simon Mark speaking to us from Washington, D.C.